Hey, Brittany Love Bailey. So today I want to begin by talking about narcissism and the personality disorder. Many of you have heard the word but don't really know what it means. Um, it is self-obsession, I would say. Um, it's somebody that believes that they are just worth so much and super entitled. Um, they don't want to hold any accountability. Um, they want the admiration and the praise. They want all the attention to be on them. They want to be like Mr. Jacqueline Hyde, you know, behind closed doors. They want to be aggressive and um, in charge, but in person, around people, they come off as suave. So, narcissists are so easy to love because they bring out your vulnerability, you know, they are like the knight in the shining armor, and they come to those of us that are empaths, and the reason why is because they are not empaths, they do not feel the same, um, that same compassion for others because they're so fixated on themselves, so what happens is they go after vulnerable we'll say we'll call ourselves the vulnerable and they'll come in that's everything that we want to hear really what they're doing is they want to come in and they want to hear what they want to hear um they come in try to make you feel comfortable you know they want to fix all your wounds but really underneath that tough skin they're actually the one that's insecure and they're actually the one that wants you to heal them and fix them and make them feel tough and strong and superior. Okay? Um, they give you all this financial freedom. You know, they pay your pay, pay your way. They pave your way. Um, financially, they, as soon as you need something, you know, they're there. But then, what do they turn around and do once they're comfortable? They use that against you. They use finances as a bargain. Um, oh, what would you do if I didn't supply that? Or what would you do if um, I didn't pay for that? Where would you be? So a narcissist really doesn't come in and save the day. When you stay with them for so long, you actually become a broken, um, lost, hurting person you know you go into the relationship thinking wow i found mr right i found mrs right I, I don't have to look any further this person checks off every single thing in my um checklist and they're it they're the one you know and then they go through that honeymoon phase and then uh, they start seeing signs like does this person really love me? Does this person really care about what I have to say? No. But they want you to care about what they have to say. They want to care about what you think of them. They want you to compliment them. They want to be heard. They want to have a voice, but they don't want to listen to what you have to say. Because what you have to say is swept under the rug because it's really not that important to them. Um... Narcissism is a personality trait that can cause aggression. 
it can cause abuse. Um, say, for example, that you are a strong person. You know, you were when you were single, you paid your bills. Um, you know, you were on top of your crap, and then somehow you fall into this trap and you let somebody talk down to you. You let somebody and and bring so much wreckage into your life. And you go back in your head and you say, well, they didn't used to be like this. They used to do this. They used to do that. Of course they did. Everybody shows their best side when you meet them. We all do. And then another thing is, is that, you know, when you're going through the motions, you get that up and down roller coaster with them. They build you up just to break you down. They they give you an inch, and then they take a mile of just moving yourself. So what I mean by that is, Brittany, girl, you're looking good, right? And then you go out somewhere, and somebody checks me out, and they're like, I caught you looking at them. You're such a fool. I see you. And then you try to, like, defend yourself because you're like, no, no, no. Like, that's not what happened at all. You're so invested in this person. But they're so insecure and fool of themselves, and they believe what they want to believe. Um, narcissists are genuinely insecure, and that is why they want it their way. Um, they grew up, honestly, could be have taught than taught that way. Um, there's moms out there, such as myself, you know, that's like a helicopter mom that just praises my son and tells my son he's amazing and tells my daughters they're amazing. And even if they're not that great at something, you know, I, I just feed into them and feed into them and feed into them. And a lot of us moms do that. And what happens is, is we raise our children up to feel that entitlement, to feel that overly confident, I'm better than you kind of thing. And sometimes we have to take that accountability and be like, man, I had a part in that. You know, because how you raise your child is, you know, they're going to pick up traits from that. They're going to learn the good. They're going to learn the bad. They're mimicking what you do as, as their example. And narcissist people are toxic. You know, they will betray you. They will be so quick to come home and eat their dinner and be like, oh, you know, thank you so much. And then next thing you know, 10 minutes later, they're just more like, what did you do all day? What did you expect? You should have cooked for me. You know, I worked all day as a, as a self-entitlement, once again. Um, and they try to, um, what's the word, restrict all of your outside world. You know, they want to be the center of your entire world. They want you to feel as if they love you more than anybody, that without them, you cannot survive on your own, that you need them. 
so you feel stuck. They do it in a place of wherever you lack. So if you lack confidence, every now and then they're going to give you a shot of your confidence. And then they're going to turn around and they're going to praise you like, oh, yeah, that, that outfit really ain't working, you know. But then they'll go to a restaurant and we'll be checking out another trip. And then, God forbid, somebody, and I'm not even just implying this towards guys, because it, it goes for girls, too. Um, and then, say, for instance, it's money. A lot of people have children with these type of men, and men, you know, are stuck with these type of women, stuck, so they think, and they stay, because they want, you know, their family and their kids to have a good foundation but the thing is is that they're witnessing everything and they catch on more than you think and it's kind of like somebody being outside the box when our friends or whatever are going through it and you get and you're like in the midst of it you don't really open your eyes and see it and so you're outside of your situation and then next thing you know your girlfriend or your your high friend or whatever has experienced the same thing that's going through it and they're like well I'm stuck or um I I don't have a vehicle or I have no place to go a narcissist eats that up that's exactly what they want they want you to struggle they want you to be dependent on them they they want to see you down but here's the crazy thing about it if they want that to feel good about themselves, but they devalue you. Your worth no longer is up here, okay? Your price tag went from a million dollars priceless to nothingness in their eyes. And as soon as you get out of the situation and you prove, I can do it, I will do it, and you show them that you're going to do it, suddenly your price increases. Suddenly, oh, let me really back in, let me really back in, tell you everything you want to hear. Oh, I've changed, yada, yada, yada. Listen, narcissism is a personality disorder. And you can take classes, you know, anger management, and you can get in church and you know, you can go into therapy and you can truly, truly um, work at it. And, you know, they can give you the tools in the toolbox so that you aren't narcissistic. Um, but narcissistic people don't normally um, acknowledge that they're narcissism, narcissists. They just are so fixated on themselves, their head is so big, their head is bigger than what their head really is, okay, so like, they pump themselves up like a balloon, like, oh, I am it, I'm the man, I'm the woman, I deserve this, and I'm not settling for less because you've been making, and, and just don't have any affection, they want the affection, they want it's so crazy because they want you to feed them. But while you're feeding them, they're starving you. 
And I just want to say if any of this resonates with you, get out of the relationship because they cannot heal without you removing yourself from them because it takes them to hit rock bottom for them to actually want to fix themselves. It takes them losing you to realize that that that's a loss that either they really do care about or maybe they don't care about it at all. And so if you feel that you are in a financial bind, that you can't do it on your own, listen. You can. I lived in a domestic violence shelter with three kids, two special needs, and I did it. I've lived in a camper twice. I could go on and on about my struggles for the love of the narcissist. And the thing is, is that when you get out of a relationship on you, you tend to go after another straight knot night and turning on it. Because here they are here to save the day. And you're weak and you're vulnerable, and here you are stuck with your kids in a bad situation, such as being a homeless shelter, or being out in the streets, or your baby needs milk, or you know, whatever the situation is. But I just want to tell you, like, I have been to the bottom. I have been choked, I have been spilled. And when we go out, and, when we went out into public, you know, he was Mr. Suave. You know, open the door for me and just smile and look at me with so much love. And I would get this little, this little bit of hope, like, wow, you know, maybe when we go home, it's going to not be a fight. Maybe when we go home, he's actually going to cuddle me. That would be never a situation. Like, it would be some kind of stupid fight. And sometimes, they even, well, not sometimes, a lot of times, they'll start a fight with you to get what they want. So say, for example, they want to go out with the guys. Suddenly, you did something that wasn't cool, that pissed them off, and they're going to go out and do it, and they're going to blame it on you for why they did it. And you have to stay home. So you're controlled. You're feeling as if, you're tied down, you don't have a choice, and they're they're taking all the strength that you came into that relationship with. You know, that that piece of that plate, let me, let me retract, that plate was uncracked, you know, and what happens when you drop it on the ground? The plate, it shatters. You can never put those pieces back together and not quite ever be the same. He or she, the first time that they call you out of your name, don't think that there's not a second, a third, a fourth, a fifth, a sixth. When they show that that abusive, you know, sign, the next is shoving you, um, choking you. Just stuff that I, I really don't want to go into, but, you know, 
you're going to have PTSD from it. And that's something you're going to have to carry with you, even if it's years past. And, and not just that, but you have to fix what your kids were exposed to. Because as much as you think that they're not listening, they're listening. So you're, you're not only being weak to yourself, but you're not being strong for your kids. And if you can't do it for yourself, do it for your kids. Listen to me. I tried so hard to have a family because I didn't know what it was like to grow up without my mom and dad together. They've been together since my mom's 13. They're so in love. They have a beautiful, successful life together. And I wanted that for my kids. I never expected any differently. So I held on, I held on, and every single piece of hope, faith, I, I did. I went to church, I prayed on it, you know. I kept thinking that babies would be the solution. Let's have more kids. I don't know what I was thinking, but my kids are a child of God. So um, I'm forever blessed with that. But anyways, I'm not kidding you. I got out of the relationship, and that owed so, so much to my son because he was old enough to recognize all of it, all the crazy, all the madness, all the screaming, all the crying, all the hiding and running and and being broken, poor, and all, all those horrible, horrible, horrible past situations that, that I was in my son remembered and I owed it to him and I had to put him first but I wasn't a good mom and I didn't do it for years I was making the wrong decision when I thought that staying was the right decision Sometimes it's better to let go than to hang on to something. You know, we, we want to plant the seed and we want to watch it grow and just sit there and put water on it and water on it and water on it. But that's how you drown a plant. But if you just let it be, you just let it go and you water, you know, things when they need to be watered, you'll see that that seed is going to plant itself. It doesn't need you over there putting all this water on it. You're not going to put enough water on your relationship, just using this as an example, to where you fix it. To where you make it come alive and the sparks come alive. It doesn't last. It really doesn't. Not with a narcissist person. Because you won't get anywhere. It's like talking to a wall. Those use you for those use you for sex. They will have children with you just so that you feel some kind of disgusting hold on you. They'll tell you that you can't have nobody else, that you come with too much baggage. Listen, that is not true. I believed it. 
I believed it and I stayed guys because I had three children. And when I left, I found the most perfect man who isn't a narcissist. And honestly, I thought he was because he was too good to be true. You know, he love bombed me and he was my knight in sharing honor and my saving grace and my best friend. And here we are going on almost four years and we're still in that honeymoon state. Like we go through the hardest times of our life, but there's nothing that even is close to a toxic narcissistic relationship. So I hope these signs really open your eyes and I really hope that you withdraw yourself. You know, if you can't leave right now, at least make a plan, at least put it in your head. That's the first step is I can do this. I don't need him. I'm going to be okay if you believe in God. Then tell yourself, God's got me. He's always had me. He had me before this person. He's going to have me after this person. He's going to have me during my trials and my tribulations. And if you don't believe in God, just think of it like this. You know what? You got through everything with without this person, before him and her, and you're going to get through everything without him and her. And you're going to come out stronger. You're going to come out better. You're going to come out wiser. And you're going to come out where you can testify on behalf of everything that you went through because you'll know what it's like to have experienced all this, such as myself. So, with that being said, I love you. Take care.